0: My name is Tim. I won't tell you my last name. None of us will ever tell you our last name. Except for Jenna. If I tell you my last name, the Yerks could find me. Yerks probably aren't real. I'm reading a book that was written for middle schoolers. at York, an Animorphs reread podcast for some of us, and a read podcast for the rest of us. Uh, my name's Tim. I'm Alex. And- You've
1: gotta leave room for the other people! Come on!
0: I'm going to introduce my co-hosts <laughs> the way that I did last time through the Tim Building exercises. First, I guess I'll introduce Alex.
1: Hi! Hi! <laughs> hey Alex. if you could have an endless supply of food what would it be cheetos oh shit cheetos really it was the first thing to come to mind and i stand by it i was
0: waiting for him to say potatoes actually because i think that was his answer last time it
1: was it was okay and my
2: other
0: co-host megan hey megan would you rather be a giant rodent or a tiny elephant a tiny elephant any particular reason why
3: rodents still scare me okay except for subway rats because they leave you alone
0: and, and we're also sometimes joined share their pizza.
3: They do sometimes share their pizza. That is very kind of them.
0: We are also joined by Brian, co host of Panelology. How are you today, Brian? I'm doing well. How about you? Fantastic. Hey Brian, yeah. does your toilet paper hang over or under Oh my god, over There's that is only the one right only answer. correct oh. answer.
3: That is the only correct answer. You could stay.
0: So, so there's no under under people. <laughs> no.
4: no. Okay.
0: No. Heathens.
4: <laughs> All right.
0: So, Brian, what did you think of the book?
4: Um, it is both simultaneously exactly what I expected and uh, and different. <laughs>
0: How much do you know about the the animorph story um, leading into this? book? So uh,
4: before reading this book, um, uh, I knew that there were characters who could morph into animals, and I knew that there were aliens involved, and uh, there was some sort of parasitic something. I had okay. I had some of the pieces wrong. Like I thought that the aliens being the parasites in people were what gave them morphing powers. Oh, okay,
0: yeah, yeah I could see how you could get there
4: though. Yeah. So that was a uh, that was about the level so like I had a very general idea of what it was but not anything about it.
0: It was a much better understanding than I came into it with I thought it was an old cartoon. Well that would
4: be because my niece has <laughs> read every single book and my daughter has read many of the books so okay. that was that was where my passing knowledge came from. Awesome. Okay. Did you did enjoy it? Passing knowledge? I did enjoy it yeah, um, yeah. so the, the, uh, the parts that were very much kind of what I expected is it was very very much a you know like a YA book like the relationships between the kids Kids were very typical of YA type books. Um, Your traditional
1: kind... YA girl bird romance. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: not so much that, but more the characterizations of them. Yeah, of, 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 yeah their personality types, right? Um, y- you had the, uh, you know, kind of the the rebel girl. You had the the more quiet planning person. You have the class clown. You have the yeah. So those, per- you know, the the one that is the bird of the, the alien leader. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Those are the ones that are a little more unique to be fair. <laughs> yes. Did
0: did you have a favorite character?
4: Um I'm going to say Rachel, but that may well be because she narrated, right? So, it and this, well and this, I have a sample size of one, so yeah, that's, that's kind of hard to, yeah. Um, to
0: be fair, Rachel is kind of awesome, so.
3: Yeah. It has been a little a while. Choice. Where are you, Tim, on favorite? Like, I don't think oh, we've see that in a while.
4: It's still Marco. God. I know. It, it's still Marco. Marco is my favorite yeah my, my daughter told me that she thinks I would probably like Marco best if I read one of his narrated books yeah probably so yeah we'll see I can, I can
0: definitely see that yeah
4: uh, I I would say currently if I had to pick a second it would probably be Tobias it's a good second yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that is a definitely good and I think you'd really enjoy a Tobias book too. okay there have been some good ones yeah all right well I guess I'll run through the the recap here real quick
1: before we do that can I throw something in here just for for listeners because it's 2019 and not 1998 sure there's a lot of like, really, really problematic discussion of mental health in this one and suicide oh, yeah. in this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. You like, there is some stuff that does not age well at all that we will reference mm-hmm. and just like, blanket. It's really bad They're in that way. Yeah. yeah. They're teenagers
3: in the 90s. They're teenagers. Yes. It's
1: right. It's of the 90s. It's of that time. It is problematic as hell and just like yes we could spend the whole episode on just that yeah but up front there it is yep.
3: yeah tim did you enjoy the book we usually ask you before oh you uh, yeah no i did i did okay
1: um
0: uh, rachel uh, rachel's such a good character like i really enjoy <laughs> rachel a lot uh i know i said marco is my favorite character and I, I i stand by that but i just rachel like the stuff i complain about in this book series with people not doing stuff Rachel is the one who always does stuff and so it was a lot of fun for me to read. I'm
3: glad to hear yeah, that.
4: She she's very clearly a forward motion for the action in, oh, in a lot yes. of these, yeah. Very much so. All right, so here's the
0: recap. Book 17, The Underground. The gang morphs birds to hang out at a Planet Hollywood opening. Rachel sees a guy jumping out of a building. The gang guides him to a watery landing. He told told his lawyer, Rachel's mom, he has an alien in his head. The gang is going to use a food delivery to break into George's asylum. George being the guy with the alien in his head. Marco, Jake, and Rachel become roaches and climb in a box. They climb into a crate of bananas and find a tarantula. Tobias comes to the rescue. They make it to George's bathroom, and Rachel demorphs. Rachel learns that instant oatmeal is addictive to yurks. It allows them to live without Candrona And drives them insane Maple the and ginger yes. Maple and ginger Yes, yes. <laughs> it
4: has to be maple and ginger
0: Which I've never seen in my life But um,
3: <laughs> And you would have Yeah
0: the gang discusses the moral implications of instant oatmeal <laughs> they are going back to the yerk the yerk entrance is in a mcdonald's but the yerk's have new security measures the gang acquires mole morphs to dig to the yerk and scout locations digging is taking a long time they make it 30 feet to a bat cave and morph bats they found the yerk but have a hard time with hunter robots rachel gets hit and ends up in the yerk she begins to demorph and hides under the pier she morphs an ant and hides on a controller rachel becomes human and finds a dracon beam she blends in to the Yerkle and finds they have been confiscating the oatmeal. Rachel finds Cassie and Visser Three arrives. They cause a, distra- a st- distraction and find Marco in gorilla morph. Rachel morphs an elephant and gets. Wait, can oh. we not just
3: like it's not just a gorilla morph? It's a gorilla morph on a box of soup eating a banana
0: <laughs>
4: with the, with the bananas. Like, yes, uh, yeah, very with a true. fucking banana. <laughs> Rachel morphs
0: an elephant and gets a barrel of oatmeal into the yurk bowl. Rachel throws Visser 3 into the yurk bowl and threatens to shoot the barrel. Visser 3 turns into a death pterodactyl and hork are coming the other way. They shoot the barrel. And then the ceiling to cause a cave-in. They mole uh, and bat their way out. Rachel breaks out. Edelman, who is George, and Marco has to give away all of his oatmeal. <laughs> and that was book seventeen. Which, okay, I, there were a couple. Of,
4: I oh, do sorry, have one. Big, big I have one immediate one. question. Sure. Okay, is it is it canon? Is it is it actually called the death pterodactyl? Oh no, I would oh, call okay. it that the pterodactyl was... personally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So much better than Death Pterodactyl.
1: But Death Pterodactyl is the uh, freshman album from my new punk rock band, uh, uh, Oatmeal Contraband. <laughs> oatmeal <laughs>
4: contraband. Yeah. The, uh, the,
0: the, the, the big f- moment. I actually did a, and this is this is the God's honest truth. I did a fist pump while reading this book. Oh no! Because I got so excited when they what shot the f- barrel of oatmeal. Nice. I was just waiting for them to turn around and run away and leave that barrel of oatmeal there. There. But when they shot it, I was like, they finally.
1: See, I, I had I had that moment was cool, but I had a little bit of disappointment right before that because they did not let the gorilla throw barrels, and I was. Really, really oh. waiting for that Donkey Kong reference. Really I, sad. I did
4: have that thought as well. It's like barrels, and I was like, oh, and they've got a gorilla. <laughs> See,
1: this, this book doesn't do a lot of it, but it is very common, Brian, for there to be like very sly pop culture references just sort of woven in and out of the
4: text. Mm-hmm. And I
1: really thought that that moment was building to that. There is one where
4: literally they drop a whale from the sky. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Yeah. Is, is, is there a flower pot of petunias along the with it. Sadly, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So I guess we need to
0: start with. Did you have any questions, Brian? Um, did you have any comments or thoughts?
4: Yeah, I, I did have some thoughts. So there's a couple of things, like I said, that that were very, um, I thought were kind of humorous, just observances, I guess, like okay. the fact that very clearly some of some of what's in this book is very dated, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the celebrity references, all this <laughs> yeah, around around planet Hollywood. Well, planet Hollywood itself, I guess you could <laughs> say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but specifically the whole Bruce and Demi and the Arnold and Zena and yeah. You know, um, I
1: saw Bruce and Demi, and I thought Bruce Campbell and Demi Lovato. <laughs> oh no, God.
3: that's really nope uh-huh.
1: oh wow that's <laughs> like i knew that that was not the reference because obviously <laughs> yeah. right but those were she the first probably was Dimmy born I that year <laughs>
0: wow by the way xena Zena, if you think that's a, a a stretch of a reference that's in a lot of books
2: yeah
3: funny that enough she was also in a veronica mars episode i watched today
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: she played an fbi agent
0: Oh, yeah, I, d- I definitely agree about that. And, and a lot of those celebrity references, whenever they have any kind of references such as that, it's it's very dated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously so, but... Another uh,
4: another one, another one that, that they, they kind of move over pretty quick, but I thought, I was like, of course it is, because it's a YA book and they're not going to deal with that at all, is the fact that, oh, somehow they have the ability to more skin-tight clothes, but not any of their other clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean,
3: their kids, that, given this from the beginning... For all we know, it may eventually come.
4: Uh, uh, Yes, it just... It's just,
3: they can't be naked. Right, it's a a
4: very convenient... And I totally get it. I I don't disapprove at all. I just thought it was a humorous (laughs) observation.
1: Well, and for what it's worth, Brian, in the first one, they do have to figure out what they can and can't morph. And there are some, like, awkward here man have some pants when tobias morphs back from cat
4: to human at one point
3: oh yeah jake has definitely seen tobias's junk
4: yeah and then um let's see what else oh one of the things i had which i i mean i think was fairly clear i think i understood this well is whenever they morph they also heal correctly yes is that correct yes okay yes. all right yeah yeah that, yeah. that was that was a definite a question i had
0: discussion many times about how you revert back to your original state uh and uh, the same thing goes with a when you acquire an animal you <laughs> <clears throat> go to the state of that animal and the, as it uh, was originally, I suppose. So if you if you acquire an injured animal, you would morph the not injured animal, but the oh, the animal. So so you because you're
4: actually acquiring its DNA, not its correct form, correct. so to speak, right. like its current form. Correct. Okay, yeah. that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you know, sure. as much as this makes sense. <laughs> 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 right
1: I mean you had the luxury though of jumping out of a book that actually explains where the extra mask goes that is not actually a pretty common
4: phenomenon yeah I, that's I, true I it's was... something that apparently Rachel really mm. likes to no. know which um I was gonna ask however so like I totally get that they go to an ant and this mask goes into this white space or whatever blah blah yeah. blah right? Z space where do they get mass from if she goes to like an elephant? <laughs> they borrow it we from Z space. Yeah. Figured yes. that out but uh, that's our So, so uh, is this yeah. like a, a credit <laughs> thing where they just <laughs> There's just soup, extra masks out you, there. You know those you give remember, a penny, take a penny jars.
1: <laughs> Do you remember
3: the Doctor Who episodes with David Tennant where they talk about like the place between the multiverses uh-huh. that they like put all the dialects there? That's what Z-Space is. Yeah. We don't know what's there. For all we know, it's all math. It's gotcha. the
1: same place that Thunderbolt Ross's mustache goes to when he helps out.
3: This is true. I have no idea what that reference is, but I'm good with it. Oh,
2: that's
0: beautiful, yeah. All right. Did y'all you, did you all see what, what
1: returned in this book? Something we hadn't what, seen in return? a little while? No, because I
3: was too busy trying to go, when did we morph
2: in the bats?
1: Yeah. Uh, bats. When they infiltrated the, like, laser grid. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay, thank yeah. you. The uh, the thing that came back this time on page
0: 32, the capital D dumpster. I did see that, <laughs> and I thought <laughs> of you.
3: Oh, I did not, <laughs> because I don't look for garbage. <laughs> Is this
0: when Whereas, they talk
4: about changing into the... Oh, uh, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. This is 100% a Tim thing. I <laughs> didn't know that Dumpster was a brand name, so I kept getting confused why it was capitalized in the earlier books. <laughs> okay. It was really plaguing me. Gotcha. And they had to explain it to me, so now I notice it every time I see it.
3: Alex, did you ever ask for a Happy Meal with extra happy?
1: <laughs> um see that's a difficult question because i fucking hate mcdonald's oh, well, like fine. i'll go there for breakfast in a pinch but that's really the only time so i never would have been in a situation to but i definitely like would have listened for other people ordering it if i was ever oh, trapped definitely. in one
3: I'm- i think i mentioned the last time we went to the airport that like that it reminds me of the indoor walmart mcdonald's yes, and yes. now i'm starting to really understand
4: <laughs> why um with this book i'm They're- pretty Sure, when I grew up in the 80s and when I was in high school, if you went into McDonald's and ordered a Happy Meal with extra Happy, you got something else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That's how you got
3: cocaine. Got yep, it. that's if,
0: it. <laughs> if I ever went in there and, and did that, and anybody opened a door to the back room at that same time, I would immediately turn and leave. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Tim <laughs> <it. laughs> two would
3: be instantly on the phone, they're real, they're real, they're, they're real. I'm re-
0: <laughs>
1: So, I don't know if this is a universal McDonald's thing, or just some of them, but there was definitely a period of time where sub McDonald's had, like, a place on the menu. Remember when their menus were, like, the letters that were actually placed on there manually and not it out cars oh, yeah. yes. just slide in. Yeah, yes. like like
4: a yeah. marquee thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I remember that it, there was at least one near me growing up that had a line on there that just said, smiles are free. And I always felt like, oh no, this is a code that signals to, that would signal <laughs> to the Yerks that if they ask for an, a, a, a Happy Meal of Extra Happy, they can get into the pool. So... I do not remember if there are any more McDonald's references, but we've gotten a couple books now that make McDonald's out to be just a nightmare hellscape.
3: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I mean, the 90s and McDonald's, they had that Beanie Baby promotion. Like, I felt... Once a year, so I feel like in my limited knowledge of the 80s, which is two years by the way, um, yeah, I like. Then McDonald's feels like it was bigger in the 90s than it did after. But also, I was in a small town, and McDonald's just might have been the thing.
4: No, McDonald's was huge through yeah. the late 70s and all of the 80s. And then, oh, yeah. the, oh, okay. then they stopped serving fried fruit pies. <laughs> yes, I do. God, also. I did see. I, how, where did I see a reference to that this week? Uh, Something. Oh no, Paper Girls. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say. Yeah. Oh,
2: no, shh, uh, I'm no. So behind. I'll
0: tell you that I got really frustrated by McDonald's in the 80s used to rule. And then there was this whole push for freshness. And it really like started to bother me. (laughs) Because you used to walk into McDonald's and they had like the the little channels behind it just filled with burgers. Oh, yeah. You'd go in there and order it and it's just ready. And you'd walk out like 30 seconds after you walked in, even when it was busy. And then they were all like, Burger King was all like, we got to make it fresh. And then McDonald's was like, we got to make it fresh. And I'm like, it's fast food. I don't, it's not fresh. Like there's nothing fresh about it ever anyway.
4: And then you had that whole McDLT thing.
0: <laughs> the McDLT was awesome.
3: My God, you guys aren't friends with my friend Sarah. I've been hearing about this for like seven months. Do you know how many times I've seen that commercial in the past seven months? For the McDLT? With, yeah. with
4: Jason Alexander?
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, I will send, I will link you guys after this. Uh,
4: yeah. Like, it, not necessarily. I saw it in its original run.
3: <laughs> all the memes. No, all the memes. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm not kidding, it's been a thing. I really thought I was going to come back. It's
0: still a good concept. I don't understand why. It, I don't know. Keep your hot side hot and your cold side cold. They should still be doing this today. Why did we get away from this?
1: <laughs> I, 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 packaging.
0: Packaging. Ah.
1: I blame the Ronald who laughs. <laughs> the Ronald <There> <laughs> who laughs.
3: <laughs> Uh, that's Brian, one. I invite you to join our Discord so you can read some of our grimacing things. Oh, oh well. so,
4: someone just sent me the, the Ronald. So that was good. Yeah, that Thank was you. me. Yeah. yeah. I, know.
1: <laughs> I figured it would help if you had context before I worked in the reference. It <laughs> was beautiful. Thank you.
4: I, I mean I would I would have came up with my own head image had you not. But
0: yeah. <laughs> one other thing I want to throw in here that uh I just want to talk about what a badass like an absolute badass Rachel is. I
1: thought you were gonna say Arnold oh. Schwarzenegger. No. When the she
0: goes uh, in her elephant form, goes one-on-one with Mr. Three and tosses him in the pool. I was like, Rachel's a beast. Like, that's just, that's all there is to it. That's, that's amazing. Yeah.
3: You cannot tell me that having Rachel and Hermione is like my childhood
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely. I could see it.
3: I so at the very beginning we're going to plan at Hollywood. Mm-hmm. What was Cassie's reason? Because like they're convinced. Axe is getting cultured. Marco's going for Arnold. Jake is going for Shaq. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Rachel's going for Ralph Lauren, which we're not going to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> of all the fashion lines, how nineties? Anyways.
4: Oh no, eighties. That was very. This is nineties,
3: right. but it's still like it's not no one i'm sorry ralph lauren no
4: you're right if it had been the 80s it still would have been polo specifically yes there you go that's true
0: oh no i don't i don't remember why cassie cassie might have just gone because everybody else was
1: going maybe just to just to torture jake maybe to have an alibi for committing acts of arson who knows
3: (laughs) man you know what i'm still convinced she did it so you know what that's fine um i was gonna say something oh oh, go ahead
0: we didn't talk about my my predictions for last book oh yeah you're so
3: happy about this oh
0: i was i was i had to message everybody in the group chat as soon as i read it as soon as they morphed them all i was like amazing which i really thought i'd screwed up when i looked at the cover and i saw a bat (laughs) and i was like well missed the mark but yeah i was i was really happy
3: man and we thought you had won the lottery or i thought you had won the
0: lottery <laughs> that that gives you an idea of how excited i was when i got one you right <laughs> got yeah. this one right
1: i mean it is statistically less probable
0: yeah i'm gonna spend the rest of the episode trying to figure out what happens in the next one <laughs> um, probably knock it so
1: i felt very called out early in this when marco is talking okay. about axe and the cultural stuff at planet hollywood you see how totally pathetically ignorant axe is when it comes to really important human cultural stuff good grief it makes you want to cry he knows nothing nothing he's been on earth for months and yet has he experienced any uh, uh, has he experienced any really important human culture no and i just want to say i've only seen one arnold schwarzenegger movie and you can bite me marco what which one have you seen it's kindergarten Uh, cop isn't it i want everyone to make one guess which one i know what i've seen i know what it is. is. kindergarten cop is my guess nope jingle all the way that's the one that's That's my guess (laughs) (laughs) it is jingle all the way
4: yeah
3: but uh... You've not seen any of the Terminators? Nope. All like 7 billion of them? Predator no.
4: is the one that bothers me. Alex, is, Alex is very bad at movies. We, don't we worry. Can we talk we've about this up.
3: trend really quick of like I just want to throw out that I'm annoyed with this trend of like doing all these sequels we've been doing sequels for like 30, 40 years and now we're releasing sequels that are like direct sequels back to 1 and 2. Like can that just stop? Like you Anyways, mean and...
0: disregarding anything yeah. that has come? Yeah. yeah.
3: Like Halloween did it which to be fair that is a fucking good Halloween movie. Yeah. And apparently the next terminator is ignoring like the last seven terminators and it's going to be a direct sequel to terminator 2 i think I mean, yeah but right? you
0: can do that with the time with the it's so wibbly wobbly i don't care
3: yeah, I, just it.
1: It. I, know, I was waiting for that they even yeah. have a doctor in it don't care my my <laughs> my stance is someone who has never seen any of them, but has the cultural knowledge that every Terminator movie after Terminator Two is bad. Would argue logistically, yeah, it makes sense to let you skip all the other ones.
0: Um, the 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 best way to do it is going to be the way that Star Trek rebooted itself, where it didn't reboot itself at all I because be it, done with a reboot. It, it it just created canonically, an alternate yeah, reality. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yeah,
1: that's. That's the way that I can appreciate it. By the way, before we move too far from Arnold, I uh, do just want to throw out there that he was the keynote speaker at my college graduation. That's all. Oh, cool.
3: This year or the year you graduated?
1: (laughs) The year that I walked because I actually did my last semester abroad and walked the following year.
3: Alex is all
1: fancy. Yeah, because the grades didn't come back in time to walk in time. Anyway, um, yeah, my university gave Arnold Schwarzenegger an honorary doctorate of law, and...
4: So, so you got to hear Dr. Schwarzenegger?
1: He personally apologized to me for Jingle All the Way.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: that's so sad. I loved Jingle All the Way as a kid.
4: I've never seen Jingle all, Jingle all the Way. Movie. It's still like I bet him.
3: your kid would like it.
0: I'm like Bizarro Alex. I've seen every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie except for Jingle All the Way.
3: Uh, your kid would probably really enjoy it. mm mm-hmm. It's basically about Dad fucking up and not getting the Christmas present he wants in time. Yep. Oh, I think it's, I
4: remember a commercial for it now. It's almost now like a that. like a like an Adventure Zone episode that happened recently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's also
3: essentially a Brooklyn Nine Nine episode. Yes. That like that yes. So, are you a Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan? Finally. I am,
4: I am, uh, yeah, I'm actually all caught up right now. Yeah.
3: I have been working on getting Alex to watch more than just a couple episodes.
1: So now is not the time to tell you that the other day I was unpacking some and put on something to watch that I wouldn't have to pay attention to and it was something else that was very good.
3: I mean, that's fine. Whatever.
1: I recommend One Day at a Time. I've heard that's very good. It is. I ended up paying attention to it more than i had planned to can i make the I same joke twice on the it. same
4: day <laughs> <laughs> yes you can uh, yeah i loved mm-hmm. Valerie bertinelli in that <laughs> it was so good i was like is that what you were talking about no that's
0: <laughs> uh, is what there what another, another one day at a time yes it's on yes. netflix
1: it's excellent and it's in uh danger of being canceled so it's What's always the, in
0: danger
3: uh, of being canceled
0: what was his name schneider
1: yes is that the, the right janitor? Is the that one? The yeah ja- yes
4: Schneider okay. yes just making right. sure I had the right job so
3: very early in our reread I went I think there's a book that there's an oatmeal storyline. And I think this is the most ridiculous storyline we faced until we hit the ghostwriting era. It was not as ridiculous as I remembered
1: it. No, you had so, built this one up to being just absolutely like, insane. And I'm reading this and I'm yeah. like...
3: Yeah, I'm really thought.
0: <laughs> if you could <if> <laughs> replace
1: <laughs> oatmeal with something just more plausible as
0: addictive and anthrax. maddening. Yeah, if, if it had been anthrax, anthrax it would have addictive? not been ridiculous at all. It was only the fact that it was oatmeal that made it ridiculous. <laughs> um. <laughs>
4: Instant maple ginger uh, Yeah. So I, I, I did have, I, I know Tim has not read this. So my initial question is, does the oatmeal ever come back? But I know you don't want to say anything remember. about this for Tim. So I will well, ask a more general question, which is, do they bring things like this into the story and then bring them back in later? Often, yes.
3: Yes, okay. because this book references back to the last time we saw the Yurk Pool, which was roughly book seven, so about ten books ago. Which, first of all, I'm very glad that not every other book is, hey, we're going to go fight the Yurk yeah. Pool.
2: yeah.
3: And two, they ended up destroying the Condrona rays in book seven. And they've been sitting there wondering for essentially ten books, like, how the fuck have they been getting these rays and not seeing all these Yurks dying? Because Yurks can only go three days without Condrona rays. And it's because a lot of them are now addicted to... Oh, no!
1: And at least one of and them's a cannibal. Yeah
3: that's very true too except for
4: he's dead so it's okay we don't the way
1: that's a whole thing
0: Brian that's a that's a whole thing yeah that was but, um,
4: mentioned at some point and I was like that seems yeah. like something I would know if I read the whole thing <laughs> yeah,
0: so. yeah. Um, I, I like <laughs> it was the, the last way... book they handled the, the the yerk that snuck in the packet of instant oatmeal and was trying to say that it is an instant oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: oh, the, yeah. He like confiscates it and stuff. It's raisin bread, man. It's raisin, raisin bread. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: I've been
3: human for two years. I know that's not raisin. That's There's me. no raisins
2: in this. <laughs> that's right.
3: Which made me think: we're 17 books in plus a Megamorphs. How long has it been?
1: Has it been at least a year? I, I was wondering a long this, time this too, that too. Yeah, because they've never talked don't... about holidays. They've
3: yeah. never talked about holidays, and I also don't ever remember a book addressing year break. Like it's yeah. until we get towards the end when they say it's been X amount of years that yeah. we've been fighting this war. I don't remember. Yeah, cause even you... really a time when school's out,
0: you. You could sell it that it's been a couple months, and you could sell it that it's been, you know, much I mean, longer than that. And I'd probably buy either one because I don't think it's really like narrowed down.
3: Because some books seem to happen directly one after the other, yeah. but some of them, There's been a you know, of it's been a couple, couple passes, days, a couple
0: yeah. weeks. But you're right, it seems like something would have come up to mark an occasion had we passed a whole bunch of time, you know? Yeah,
4: like a Christmas holiday or something. Summer break. Yeah, right.
0: right.
3: There was a reference at one point of like, what were we going to do when the weather gets colder? And we have not
1: hit that point yet. But also, if they're in Southern California, that's like a two-week window. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I've been watching a lot of Veronica Morris, which also takes place in Southern California. And there's a lot of long sleeve with like faux fur collar stuff. And I'm like, was this just the style? (laughs) am I supposed to believe it's actually cold in Southern California? I think that was
4: the style.
3: Yeah. The early
1: aughts. What are you going to do?
4: You got to have something to go with those Uggs. Oh,
1: man. (laughs) Uh, That I didn't need a reminder of. Thank you. While we're on the subject of callbacks, we also get a callback to that time that Rachel morphed into an elephant and fell through the floor. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I like how that was referenced. Like it, it, just for continuity's sake, that it's like it's still not prepare repaired, and I'm not used to the way the new kitchen is and stuff.
3: Which was five books ago, so it's probably been a month and a half, maybe. Well, a couple months.
1: We bumped into this in that book, though, because she's like, "Yeah, we're going to be out for like a week, week and a
4: half, while it gets." fit. Yeah.
1: And there's no way that everything has happened since it's happened in a couple of weeks. It
4: almost seems like each, I mean just from the way you guys have described it just now, it's about, a book is about a week.
3: It can be, but there are times where it's just a couple days. Yeah. Okay. Um. Like there's no real mention of like how long it's been since they went to finister's mansion yeah it's mentioned but just as like oh this is gonna be easier than that time yeah yep. i was gonna say something oh,
0: I can't remember. oh, oh uh finister rachel uh, when the what? guy jumped out of the window that was the first thing that i thought of was defenestration <laughs> and i was thinking about working it into my recap and i was like nope you yeah. will just trip all over that one in 16 that we <laughs>
1: finistered and in this one we defenistered <laughs>
3: I thought Rachel's mom was much higher up from an earlier book. It seems to imply that she's more of like a low range lawyer. Yeah. So I'm curious about that. Um, and also, did anybody else get the feeling that Jake might actually be starting to go insane?
0: No. Uh, the thing where he said something out loud? Yeah. What, yeah. No, I think he just screwed up on his thought speak. But, I mean, it could be a foreshadowing of something to come, but it didn't It didn't jump out at me.
3: I mean, I guess it would be kind of hard to occasionally, like, forget that you're not supposed to talk yeah, to people. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: that
0: you're supposed to control that internal internal
1: yeah. monologue. Yeah. See, I thought you were about to ask, coming off Rachel's mother, if anyone thought the judge who Rachel meets in the Yerk pool... Was the one trying the case that Rachel's mother was working on. Oh,
3: I didn't even think of that. That's a good question.
0: Oh, you know what? I just had a Limetown moment. Sorry. I was <laughs> thinking about something that I was going to ask you about, and it had nothing to do with anamorphs.
1: <laughs> what did it have to do with, Tim?
0: Uh, well, if you want me to go into it, there's two characters with the same name in the Limetown, Limetown prequel, and I'm wondering if they're the same.
3: We could talk about it after.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Deeper conversation there.
3: So, we're in another moral dilemma. Do you get all of your enemy high. Oh,
4: yeah.
0: And
3: addicted.
4: I was going to say, not just high. That, getting them <laughs> high is is one thing. Like, getting them addicted to the point that they will go insane. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
0: which which kind of leaves the, the controllers in a tortured place as well. Right. And, and honestly,
4: that. I think that's the bigger dilemma, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, so we just had in the last book the dilemma of do you let a cannibal yerk kill people if he's also killing yerks? And I feel like these are almost the same dilemma.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's always
1: gonna be
3: very similar.
4: Do you you sacrifice the host to get rid of the yerk?
1: And I'm glad that this one went where it did because the entire time they were arguing about it, I was thinking, well, if that's the way it has to work, then yeah, no, I don't think this is a good idea, but what about just dumping it in the pool, guys? Dump it in the pool! Yeah, (laughs) but
0: then even then they they talk still, about that a little bit because of what I can't remember Alarun, you know they were talking about him using chemical weapons yeah. and then they were sort of relating this to that and it's not really far off from it you know it's it's not as like instant death but you're not doing them any favors is, is this the right way to go to war then you is i mean
4: is there right way yeah yeah exactly. yeah, the, yeah the, uh, we can get into that whole moral debate but yeah. the the answer is if you're in war the most humane thing you can do is to do whatever is necessary to end the war okay. yes
3: but does getting your getting a, your enemy addicted to something
4: end the war I, I, now that's a different question right mm-hmm. well and yeah. especially in the
1: context of with that having direct repercussions on the same people you're trying to save
4: well yeah. if they had done it in the pool yeah. then that would have been avoided right right no yeah. in
1: the pool i think it's totally
4: fine go for it yeah i do i do too um
3: to yeah. drive your enemy insane yep
4: yeah it, it, yeah does it does it weaken or help defeat the enemy do it I you mean, know it's it's, it's funny because
0: it's it's almost two different discussions to me. Is mm-hmm. its first discussion is should you do it, and I'm all on board, like, yep. And then the second discussion is it the right thing to do? Oh, I'm not quite so like quick to answer on <laughs> right, that one. Yes, correct. You know, you know. But I, to say I, I feel like know. the most
3: Cassie person here right now, and I'm not comfortable <laughs> with that.
0: So thank you. Yeah, Dad. normally
1: that's my job.
3: <laughs> I know. I was like, who? What's going on tonight? <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, at the risk of sounding like Tim, in the fiction of the world, the Yorks are functionally yeah. absolute evil. I, I right. was
4: just about to say like, that, like, very clearly okay. from. I mean, I've just read this book, okay. and they are defined as evil, and that mm-hmm. is not a. And I recognize line that's that blurry. Yeah.
1: often we get shades of gray in stuff like that. But like, if we're talking closest human analogy, Nazis, yeah, we'll fuck up the Nazis if it means ending World War II. yep yeah. at some point, if you're not going to respect individual autonomy and you're not going to respect the rights of other humans like there is no way for you to let this viewpoint exist in the world
4: and also let people exist the way they have a right to yeah yep. so yeah Drive the slugs crazy. I mean, not to mention, it seems like it's kind of slowly happening anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? I,
0: I'm not going to lie. Like, I agree with you, Alex. I'm kind of surprised that we agree on it. Like, I didn't think you would land on that side.
1: <laughs> hey, look, there is a line that you cross it, and I will write you off. And yeah. this is kind of that line, the human autonomy respecting other people line. Mm-hmm.
0: Because it, it's it's a pretty safe bet that none of those yurks in the yurkle are the yurks that you described last time that may have been in that container. Right. And I
1: I am not willing to say, no, just start force-feeding the hosts with yerks in their head. Yeah, right. uh, Instant maple ginger Mm -hmm. oatmeal. But I'm willing to say the unhosted yerks. Yeah, I mean...
3: How is this different than releasing them into space?
1: It's not, and I would have been fine with him releasing them into space. I
3: feel like you weren't when Elfanger did that. No, he was talking about
1: the the idea there was that
0: uh, they were going to destroy a container of yerks, and the argument was that the yerks... Yerks weren't guilty of anything in that container. Right, these, Whereas,
1: these were unhosted Yerks. And we we mentioned yeah. in passing in this one that like, yeah, there may be some here that don't have hosts assigned yet, but... Yeah. This is a pool that is yeah, definitely includes active Yurks in it. Yes,
0: yes, I see what you're saying.
3: Okay?
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that'd be the difference. All, all of the, the Yurks that are in that pool are looking for a host. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah,
0: in order to overtake Earth. Right. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you couldn't say that about the containers. Right.
4: right. They're they're not they're not people that are living in Nazi Germany. They are members of the Nazi Party that are. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Correct. Yeah.
1: There is a willing intention to do harm. <laughs> yes.
0: The, uh, the description yeah. of the, the moments as a mole digging down, that sounds pretty horrible. Yeah,
3: at first, every time I read this, I'm like, yeah, let's dig. And then it's like, it's like being buried alive. And I'm like, oh, no, that's right.
4: <laughs> yeah. Dirt so, sucks. <laughs> I had an interesting conversation with my daughter because my daughter started reading these when she was, my she she started reading very early. And because her cousin liked these, she started reading them and she, they scared her. Like she had to stop reading them. Um, That's a good, yeah. And, and when I read it, I was like, oh, it's this body horror that they talk about during the morphing yeah right and i had talked to her tonight and she was like no it wasn't that at all i mean that was kind of creepy and gross or whatever but that didn't bother me it was the it was the like feeling that the the instincts of the animal would take over and you'd be lost Mm -hmm. or i was like oh so like in this one it's the mole digging down and feeling claustrophobia and being buried she was like yeah that exactly it was that psychological
0: yeah the psychological trauma is really described like thoroughly in a lot of these books um I don't know that I would say that any of this psychological trauma has scared me. I would say that the nightmare McDonald's scared me. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: You, you you weren't seven years old when you yeah, read that's this true. either. So that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's fair. Fair yeah. statement. Yeah.
0: But it definitely would have gotten me when I was seven if I was understanding of it you know right yeah. yeah
3: there are different horrors reading this as an adult yeah
4: <laughs> yeah the body horror shocked me though i was not expecting that oh yeah, yeah.
3: That's... it's i mean we're kind of used to it by this yeah. point oh, unfortunately yeah yeah. yeah
4: yeah but that was something
1: that like especially when we were starting the show up like i know i had kind of forgotten just how how hard it Excessible? leans into the body horror i mean and the psychological and the like post-traumatic style nightmares and all of that but i definitely like i read all of these i devoured them as a kid and i'm like, I like, I. don't remember this baggage like this did not stick with me as a kid
0: this had this had sort of a lighter morph too where she morphs the mole and turns into a weeble wobble and they end up sort of like (laughs) giggling and having a fun time with it and i'm like i don't remember them having this much fun morphing before Turning it into kind of a joke and then placing her on her face and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, usually you only get any of that with Cassie, because they don't mention it in here, but, like, in this one. But, you know, Cassie can kind of control how her morph goes a little bit. Like They'll talk about her having, like, being human, but having wings and things (laughs) like that. But never any, like, we knocked her around like Bobo the Clown.
3: (laughs) It is a little shocking that Cassie doesn't go first. Like, I feel like... She should just be the unofficial gophers person by this point. She's got a better grasp on it all. The gopher, yes. The canary. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I also kind of enjoyed the different issues that they encountered going into the Urkel. Like, not just the, once you enter the elevator, you get scanned to see if you're an okay life form, but also the hunter robots. It's like, it, it, it sort of tracks with, oh no, the Animorphs have, or the Andalites have gotten into the Yurk Pool. We have to make some adjustments to account for it.
1: But you know, there is one piece of technology that they don't employ that they could that would make things a little simpler for them.
0: Would that be, Cameras. A, video? Would that be a video camera? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like, we don't have any situations this time where it's like, huh, yeah, you guys forgot cameras existed, which is a very common theme in these books, Brian.
0: It's the biggest plot hole in the whole series got it
4: yeah or now, at least to, up to, to be, book 17 to, yeah to, to be fair cameras were, would have been very noticeable and much larger so they would have that's them, what but, i said <laughs> but yeah but you're right it's a little bizarre yeah yeah i mean I guess the option is okay yeah so there's cameras there yeah we can see them we'll avoid them yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no
3: like at one point they're in a military base and they're like well we're gonna demorph. we're in area 51
4: yeah.
3: no cameras here
4: yeah.
1: yeah i uh I did have something that i know just like because time flows in a specific direction is is not a reference to the thing it made me think of but it certainly made me think of a specific thing that we've joked about a little bit in the uh discord huh.
3: that is the most backwards way of describing something
1: besides this is marco besides cassie's probably wrong what's going to eat through banana skin this skin is like a foot thick leather and all i could think of is griffin mcelroy <laughs>
4: crunch crunch yeah
3: see i went man do we need to erase our uh spider facts for the for the the website
4: i had trouble getting hey mr tallyman tally me bananas (laughs) (laughs) funny for me it was yes we have no bananas
3: (laughs) (laughs) i have bananas in my house yeah
4: yeah well it specifically right the the it hides the deadly black tarantula in the line of Mm -hmm. yeah fair uh no, this was a very, this was very enjoyable. Um, I, I've read a fair number, you know, as my kids have grown up, I've read a fair number of, you know, youth-oriented books. And uh, this this holds up right in there with the rest of what I've read. And I very much enjoyed it. It was
0: That's fun. the same vibe I get every time I read one. And I'm like, you know what? That was good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it wasn't the, for me at all, but right. it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. They're,
4: they're just easy, and it's like a fun, it's just a fun distraction, right? Yeah. Speaking yeah. of youths. <laughs> <laughs>
1: At at one point, Rachel asks George, "What exactly is a yerk, sir?" And all I could do was read that as, "And what pray tell is a yerk. <laughs> oh, good God! So I okay, guess for so this one, Vister 3 is played by uh, Joe Pesci. Fred Gwynn. Oh, see, I would go with Fred Gwynn,
0: the, the, the guy that played the judge. Yeah,
1: that, uh, that's that's
4: probably better. Does that make Marissa Tomei uh, Rachel's mom? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's
1: so great. All right, I think well, I, I like might it. actually be out of notes at this point. I mean, I've got one really pedantic comic nerd thing, but I don't actually want to use it because it's too pedantic and too comic nerd. Um,
0: yeah, I might be out of stuff,
2: too. <laughs>
1: Brian referenced this earlier in passing, but I did appreciate that Terminator becomes Resuscitator line. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if we've actually explained this. Uh, when, when they save George and he falls into the into the river, into the ocean or yeah. whatever, and gets stuck, while Rachel is in there as a dolphin trying to knock him loose, Arnold Schwarzenegger reaches in and pulls him out of the water.
4: <laughs> and apparently gives him mouth to mouth.
1: Apparently. <laughs> yes.
3: We get a lot of Uric anatomy in this book.
1: We do. The osmosis we, uh, pods or whatever. yeah yeah, yeah. nodes Nodes. osmosis
3: nodes Nodes. we also learned that the oatmeal is replacing some of the yerk brainstem yes okay
1: um
3: and we also learned that like yurks can't change sizes like you can be too small Mm. for yurks to go into which i think we have kind of discussed in the past but yeah it is a little bit more official um i
1: will say osmosis nodes is my favorite chris rock movie
4: (laughs) i was (laughs) just about to say something about osmosis (laughs) (laughs) nodes that's great (laughs) Um, the other thing I was going to say is as a new reader, the one thing that they, uh, they obviously talk about, but they do not go into any kind of enough detail to give you a real reference point is the, what is it? The Hork-Bajir? Yeah. Yeah. And the taxons.
3: So a taxon is like a big plastic bag full of cannibalistic mush. It's like a big worm centipede looking thing. Okay. With a big red mouth. And it eats everything. It's never not hungry.
4: And it has oh, red, so it's, it's like a Red jello globule eyes. So it's a vor,
1: a, a <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay, got it.
3: And then a Horcbogere is like seven feet tall and has blades everywhere because they are native to a planet that is trees and all they eat is bark. So. Imagine the things you would need to cut bark, but used as a weapon.
1: Yeah. They, okay. in earlier books, they do spend more time kind of reminding everyone what the descriptions are. And the most common way they describe Hork-Bajir is a walking salad shooter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which, by the way, that was a great reveal in this series, Ryan, that it was, you know, you have these, like, <coughs> nightmarish bladed creatures. And uh-huh. then it turns out it's because they're herbivores and they just eat trees and they just <laughs> needed to cut down the trees. And I was like, well, that's way more peaceful than the way you set this up to be. So it was it was neat.
1: I mean, not it's even the, to cut down the trees. They peel the bark yeah, off yeah, and yeah, just eat yeah. yeah. the bark. So yep. They've got, like, blades coming out of their wrists and elbows and knees uh-huh. and feet so they can, at different angles. I need
3: a crossover. I need someone to write the family. Fic, where Groot and a Hork was meat. Oh, this I need. Thank you for your time. <laughs>
4: oh, my, how fun would that be? I will put
3: it somewhere to see if someone will write it.
1: I mean, I'll um, handle writing Groot's dialogue. Oh, yeah,
3: is it Groot from the movie or Groot from the comics?
1: I am Groot. <laughs>
3: um, I, I do, we, we knock on Marco quite a bit. Yeah, we being Alex and I. <laughs> Because apparently he's Tim's favorite, whatever that bullshit is. <laughs> um, but I do have to give him credit that, like, he's in morph. He cannot find Rachel and Cassie, and he's taking it serious. Yeah. Like instead of like getting angry or just like I don't know, it just getting really snarky and snide, which I feel like he does whenever he gets scared and angry. Mm-hmm. Not I feel like it. He does do this shit. Mm-hmm he's like hey okay i'm assuming you can't answer i'm gonna try again in a bit don't worry it was just like a really nice moment of just like oh marco is okay i mean
1: he was also in gorilla morph which is like they've established before like super powerful super calming to him and he was that's hanging true. out with a bunch of bananas <laughs> that's very true and i love the exchange when they find him marco is that you no it's some other gorilla <laughs> Every time, every time a quiz tells me I'm Marco, it makes dad.
3: It's because you're our jokester, that's all. Did it tell you were Marco or Jake last time?
1: Uh, oh, Jake, yeah, was which Jake. was that was yeah. not sad so much as insulting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: last episode, Brian, we compared Jake to uh, Cyclops, Alex's favorite character. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, so, I often compare him to Cyclops. We just got yeah, deep that's into very it. Very true. Time. Yeah, there yeah, are quite I mean, a few
4: parallels there. Yeah. Oh, Alex, I'm so yeah. sorry.
1: <laughs> Normally, I get
4: Cassie. That's I great.
3: almost always get Rachel, no matter if it's Blake obvious which way you should lean or not. This last one was pretty bad.
4: Um, uh, yeah, I don't know who I would end up with. Yeah, we
0: should get Brian to take that quiz later. Yeah,
3: we'll give him a couple quizzes to take. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, I highlighted the use of terrorist. Visitor 3 calls the Andalites of terrorist. I don't know if it's the first time it happens or just the first time in a while it's been used. Or why it just struck me as like an interesting use.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like at that time it wouldn't have really close to the same weight in popular culture yeah, as it no, does now. not at all. Because I feel like I mean I, I I noticed that too, and I thought back to like, what well, how how do I remember this being is it was usually like usually it was like eco terrorist, and it was talking about yeah. like Greenpeace type groups,
4: or it was it was a very removed. Uh, I don't want to say nebulous. Sir. It was it would it would be the equivalent of saying like, ooh. A secret agent spy got yeah. did this or yeah right yeah
3: in that context it makes a little bit more sense
4: yeah yeah it did not carry the weight that that word carries to it
1: definitely didn't track. carry the like racist overtones that it carries today yeah oh right. yeah no
4: no do
3: yeah brian how did you feel about uh i don't know if you can really gather this far in but we've got a group of uh, cassie's black marco is oh see i
4: i didn't even catch that she was Exactly. Black, and from, the con- even when from any of the context of this.
3: Even when they talk about the Civil War. Um, and I don't think it's actually come up canonically yet, but Jake is Jewish. And um, Jake and Cassie are dating. There's a lot that doesn't go on in this book that is kind of cool yeah. to know. Okay. So, just a reminder, a series from the 90s there's a lot of diversity in this yeah.
1: well and like uh,
4: yeah clearly
1: it doesn't get into it here other than the jake bit like most of this was introduced early on and like we even talked about like i don't know book four or six somewhere in there it's like they don't even bother mentioning hey cassie's black or whatever that point it's just established and it's not like checking a box each time which is also right, kind right. of cool
3: I think it only comes up, like, occasionally. Yeah. Like, when random comments... I don't know. I, I feel like it was mentioned recently, but I can't remember exactly why. Yeah. Um, but...
4: Like, when it makes sense in the story?
3: <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, how would you guys feel, though, speaking of the Civil War, if there were more oatmeal battles? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jayco's on a long-ass rant about the I am, battles I he
4: I am knows. 100%... Pro oatmeal battles.
3: <laughs> As we get closer to World War III,
4: this is where the how oatmeal. How do we feel? I feel begin. like. Most oatmeal battles
1: probably take place in really exploitative bars.
0: Ah, uh, yes,
4: you're probably right.
1: That said, it also sounds like some sort of Dr. Seuss book. Like maybe the long lost sequel to the Butter Battle book
4: could be. Although, although I'm guessing they, that I'm I'm guessing that it's a good thing that there wasn't more because we might all be ruled by Quakers at this point. <laughs>
2: That is good Which
3: I'm not entirely sure is a bad thing. Yeah. Well,
4: <laughs> yeah, that's a different discussion. though.
3: That is a different discussion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the last note I have, unless we want to talk about the mental health stuff, um, is that, again, we get that Jordan really loves Marco.
4: Yeah. Oh, uh, Rachel's sister. Yeah.
3: yeah. And how she says Marco every time. It's Marco. More- yeah.
1: <laughs> Pro Marco anti-bad shrimp. <laughs> anti-bad shrimp. Yes.
0: That whole exchange was fun cuz it was the I know I'm wrong, but I'm I'm invested now. But I so. can't back down now. <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I've got a whole lot more to say about the mental no. health side of this than just it's very bad and very dated. Yeah.
0: I could see how yeah. it it could have been received differently, though. Then you know, I, I could think of myself at that time reading it and
4: just thinking, "Ha ha ha, funny." You, you would have, but because yeah. you wouldn't have yeah. been as, ever, as aware of the connotations that it could right. have. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, a lot of effort has been made to destigmatize and to increase yeah. awareness yes. and increase vocabulary, and that is right. a good thing. But it does mean that, in this case, in a series that generally doesn't have that kind of problem, that noticeably right. does feel no, really, had... really out of sorts
3: both very positive or not positive but very good representations of mental health and and depression, especially coming from Tobias. And then but this is the second time where like suicide has angered and caused issues rather than um yeah dealing with it in a yeah. more healthy manner. Well and yeah.
4: one thing to remember is I mean they are kids though. They are teenagers. Sure, they are and you know, teenagers first of all don't have every I mean we don't have everything figured out, but teenagers right. certainly don't. Yeah, and that's You know, yeah.
1: Well, and the things they say sound like things that people said at the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the one that that I think really sticks in my craw the most is, like, the... I I mean, some of it's just rough, but, like, the whole, you know, suicide is selfish argument, like, that's not... Mm -hmm. That's guilting someone for having anxiety or depression or whatever issues that led to it, and that's, like, feeding the same problem. It's not actually, like... An empathetic response to that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it it's an o- it's an
4: it's an outside viewpoint, not yeah. a understanding viewpoint. Yeah,
1: right. It's trying to force some sort of external locus of motivation onto. Yep. Yeah.
3: I would have really loved if Rachel had an introspective moment towards the end where it's somehow related back to the yerk being like a metaphor for some kind of depression. Like this guy was trying to commit suicide because he's got a yerk in his head that's going crazy. Yeah. Unless you assume that the yerk did it. But either way, that's could be some kind of metaphor for the darkness taking over, the depression you know, taking it, over, you whatever know. you want to call it. But
0: you could almost see what did happen as a metaphor if you want to kind of look at it that way about how she goes back and she lets him out from the, the, the I guess of uh, yeah. the- mental health he, yeah, facility the, yeah yeah i don't know had been trapped in by saying this is not where you belong you know so i don't know that I mean, it'd be kind of a stretch but yeah.
1: i don't know that i like it as a metaphor for it either honestly yeah. like it still i think makes it something more physical and
4: proximal and well and i'll be honest when i read that oh, that that read I, is a whole lot about... more yeah that read is a whole lot more about rachel than it was about him well that's sure. true yeah that's true
0: yeah but you're not talking about the the act of letting him go you're talking about the act of or the about him what's causing his issue or are you talking about her letting him go
1: I'm talking about what's yeah I'm talking about like the idea of making the yerk a metaphor the yes. yerk in okay. his head a metaphor no, 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 for depression no.
0: I was just talking about her breaking him out as a metaphor as opposed to the earlier stuff which I, I definitely agree with you on
3: I think it is more about Rachel there but yeah. I mean
0: sure sure uh, that's what I said it, it'd have to be a stretch and you'd have to yeah, you know you'd you'd have to look at it that way it's not it's not going to naturally come that way I
3: just if we get another person who is feeling suicide that they have to handle because I think this is the second time right though I'm drawing the total blankets to why the first
2: time Tobias um, yeah, Tobias. no
3: someone else like I oh. feel like that there was a moment either someone committed there was another time where we've discussed where Rachel makes a comment that suicide is, is selfish and I remember getting annoyed but it could just be me thinking back to another reread of this I wish we had gotten something like this from Tobias perspective or Tobias would say something <laughs>
1: Oh, it was, it was in the first X book, I think, because there's a conversation about why doesn't, why doesn't Aloran just kill himself?
0: Right. Yeah, I don't remember that at all.
1: I think that's when it was. uh, Neither do I, (laughs) Tim.
3: I just, I feel like there is, I mean, it is problematic. It is part of its time. And both K.A. Applegate and Michael Grant are very, very outspoken and advocates about things like this nowadays, so I do wonder how much of this was scholastic pushing at this point.
1: Mm Well, and even, um, like, even if it wasn't that, like, I still think it's to their credit that they do speak out now and are better advocates oh, for it now. Like, I don't think it has to be one or the other. Nope. I mean, this is 21 years old at this point. Like, right. growing up as people is reassessing anyway. So I don't think right. that's... yeah.
3: I will say, though, that, and I've said this before, I love Cassie the most in Rachel books because Cassie comes off as very light and as her best friend. And her joke about... You know, I could swear I heard that bird talking. I must be nuts. Is the only one of this group that made me laugh outside of the fact that they didn't laugh at Jake.
1: Yeah. We got heavy. That's all I got. We got heavy. You know what that does? You know what that does to our conversational flow? <laughs>
3: It does. Everybody take a moment to reflect and we'll come back, come back. Tim says something, Br, Jake. Br. Talk about picnics.
1: Be S-
0: our The part where Jake. I say something out loud and Jake. don't, I don't, I don't think I'm talking and it's something yes. about how negative I actually feel while I'm trying to look like I don't. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, so, I'm sorry, I've been watching Veronica Mars all week and Aaron um, Ashmore's and Veronica Mars season one. And it makes me laugh because, God, I miss Sean Ashmore and he will forever be Jake for me. And I'm very excited to start watching those again.
0: Can I tell you that looking at Sean Ashmore, I don't know how old he was when this TV show happened. Not at all remotely close to the Jake I have in my mind. What
4: is Um, the Jake you have in your mind? So is there a video, a movie TV show of this? There is a TV show. There is a
3: short-lived TV show.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I and, have it um, all on Amazon. We can watch it sometime, Brian. I do too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay.
3: You'll have to join us when we watch
1: it. Yeah. I have
0: been specifically barred from watching it, so I don't know. I just
2: for lots
3: of reasons. How far?
0: How far does it go?
3: It's um, so strangely enough. It's. I feel like this might be the last book technically, but there are references that there are things that they do in the TV show that do come up in later books.
4: Yeah. So it's so, not right. So it's not exactly a book for book. Uh, no, yeah, no, r- no, it can't r- be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that trying to sense.
3: see when did the more show come out. But who were you thinking of, Tim?
0: Oh, I don't know that I have anybody specifically, but every time I see him, and granted, you know, the only image I have of him is an X-Men, but he just strikes me as being entirely too old to be Jake.
3: Um, I think he was like 18 at the time. Yeah.
0: I, mean, I guess I could. you could sell that to me, but that still seems really old for the images I have in my mind.
1: Well, you know, in the 90s, we liked to cast, and before that, we liked to cast- Oh, God. Adults yeah. as children. Yes. Yeah. See, also Very Power Rangers so. I will say, Reese. Yeah. If you watch and anything, he's 10, in nowadays. And, and, yeah.
3: yeah. And then go back and watch. The first few episodes of Animals, he looks really fucking young.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll we'll go with it. But yeah, they're definitely
3: they're not the you know eleven to thirteen year old range that we expect.
0: Do we have any more topics we want to go through?
1: I'm out of notes at this point. I
3: am out of notes as well.
0: Okay, Brian, you have anything you want to add
4: before we move on? Uh, I don't think I have anything specifically else that. And this is one of those talked about
1: most of one of those rare books where there's not a whole lot of like modern technology would affect much. No.
3: No. Yeah. No, there's actually no technology really. There's yeah. not even really a discussion of school.
0: Yeah. What do you have for this, this week, Alex? Alex's
4: Animal Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Thank Brian. You. No one ever <laughs> <laughs> sings for me on this show. I felt, I felt like I really needed to do that for you, Alex. <laughs> I appreciate oh, that.
1: So, I have in front of me, if it will load, a new scientist article. There we go. From March 5th of this year. And, uh,. I'm going to just start with the headline and go from there. Animal with an anus that comes and goes could reveal how ours evolved. This is. About the sponges again. <laughs> this okay. is uh, talking no, about. I, I'm- what? I'm invested
0: now. We, 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 I gotta I gotta see this one through. Yeah.
1: And I'm just gonna preface this with I don't have any kind of monetization scheme for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go oh, ahead and... Oh,
4: you normally do? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you'd be
3: surprised. Normally I
1: come into my animal trivia with how can we make money off it if we can work. I really got nothing here. I just thought this was cool and totally appropriate. This is about a uh, jellyfish-like creature called a warty cone. Jelly comb is in the thing you run through your hair, where the uh-huh. honey comes out of. Um, its anus only forms when it needs to defecate, and then disappears without a trace. What do you mean disappears without a trace?
0: Its anus is the island from Lost. <laughs>
1: I would have personally made a, n- a made a reference to without a trace, but that works. <laughs> the bar window no name.
4: I, uh... <laughs> I oh my god, no! It's the anus of requirement. That's what it is. <laughs> oh God.
2: Oh no. <laughs>
1: So, in in animals like jellyfish, just to give a little background here. Uh the gut usually only has one opening which functions both as mouth and anus. Uh it has been known since the 1850s that comb jellies, which resemble jellyfish but belong to a separate group called tinnophores uh not to be confused with pinophores, <laughs> um they have a through gut with a separate mouth and anus. But when when scientists went to study them, they could not find its anus. It is only only when the, the jelly needs to go, that a tiny opening appears and then disappears. Uh, let me get to, there's a description in here. The gut fuses with the epidermis. Or oh, sorry, let me start earlier. As waste accumulates, part of the gut starts to balloon out until it touches the epidermis of the jelly. And then the gut fuses with the epidermis to form an anal opening. Once excretion is complete, the process is reversed and the anus vanishes. Because both the gut and epidermis are just a single cell layer thick, this can happen. Happen relatively easily and quickly. Uh, the animals defecate at regular intervals, once an hour in five centimeter long adults, and every ten minutes or so in larvae. Uh, but yeah, once the process ends, there is no there is no trace, there is no indication of when or where the anus formed or will form again.
3: Tim, thank you for not talking about poop. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for making that conscious decision.
1: Yeah, yeah. Alex, I just I have to I have to read one more one more sentence just because. Tim will start a new band because of it. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Today, the transient anus may be unique to the warty comb jelly.
3: <laughs> so that's the name
1: of his Fallout Out Boy Trans, song. Yes. Transient,
0: transient anus. Yeah. Oh, how good is that?
2: <sighs>
1: I was so excited when this article found me. <laughs> the best ones find me, I don't find them, and this one found me.
3: I wish you had said, Tim, talk about poop. So we could have just gotten it all done. And I could put him, you know, be like, no more. Just no more.
1: I mean, I didn't talk about spider trivia. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Although I did wonder with this book
3: having spider trivia like did you know that tarantulas live in bananas
1: i didn't even bring it up when the tarantulas came in i don't know that we actually talked about the tarantula until now other than tim's summary
0: yeah Yeah. transient anus like i i want want that to be my twitter handle i want it to be my band name i want it to be my first album i think that i should i should dress up as a superhero and go out at night tim
1: have you considered (laughs) legally changing your name (laughs) i
4: should there is nothing is that the name of your sex tape
3: <laughs> <laughs> see now if you watch brooklyn Nine you'd understand that that's right. exactly
4: right oh no.
0: oh no i get that one because there's all those videos all over on that one yeah. but no it, transient anus
1: there's a link in this article to another headline the fish with genitals on head should i should i go down this rabbit hole <laughs> no sounds save like, it save it for like next, time. next time yes. yeah. Yeah. tune in <laughs> next fortnight
4: yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, this one's so less good.
4: interesting. So, so, so Alex. Is, oh, darn. So Alex teases the genitals on a fish. Is <laughs> that what I got out of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's you a- can get whatever you want <laughs> at Alice's restaurant.
0: Awesome. <sighs> All right. So, moving on from that one. uh Listener questions.
1: no nope, no Oh, Meg does have one. That's right. Yeah, I do have
3: one. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I was in the middle of writing on a bus but that's okay. All right. Can a regular animal use the Andalite powers to turn into a human? Like, say, a really well-trained gorilla who is good at concentration. And Jane Goodall tells the gorilla to take her DNA and think really hard. Could gorillas not let their way into society? That is a lot of questions at once. So, we got uh, two different things to po- point here. The question is, I love it.
1: what if Grod was
4: one of us? <laughs>
3: yes, yes, it is.
4: And that is now also a song in my head that will (laughs) never go away. That's how I'm going to hear
0: it forever. You're welcome. (laughs) Welcome
4: to my personal hell.
0: (laughs) He's he's just a slob like one of
4: us. Just a slob like one (laughs) of us. Yep, there you go. Just a stranger on a bus, baby. (laughs) Trying to conquer Ape City.
3: There's a lot that could happen here. So the the question
0: is, is can an animal
4: be trained to acquire DNA?
3: Yes. The first question is, can you train animals to turn into other animals?
4: I'll take a stab at this. Okay. And I don't, you know, I just have this book as reference. So clearly the, the Andalites <laughs> and, and like Visser, they can morph, right?
3: Visser three is a york inside of an Andalite body. He's the uh, only one who's ever gotten an Andalite body.
4: Okay. But my point is he can morph with it. Yes. Right. yes. yes. So, so clearly it's, I mean, it's not obviously limited to just humans. So other Correct. species right. can learn to morph. So I, it seems to me like it's just purely a question of intelligence. Yes. yes.
3: So dolphins. Yes. Gorillas.
4: Maybe. And that's, just just It we don't, I don't know that we know what that line of intelligence is. Well, when specifically,
1: when the animal morphed human instinct would take over yeah the question is would there be enough an instinct for it to catch on and understand what's going on or would its brain automatically go oh shit nope peace out 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 i don't want to be this frail thing gorilla me again
3: (laughs) that's very true like what are gorilla taste buds like is there an added benefit like there is with axe turning into a human
0: that would be interesting if 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 a gorilla morphed a human and the human instincts took over so it just kind of put on a suit and went to work or something (laughs) like that did did human you
3: think that's stuff part of our or, DNA? Is just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or
1: or
4: it started recording a podcast <laughs> and telling
1: people oh, yeah, it well, answers, answers, okay, right? <laughs> But Brian, Brian, that is more likely yes. if the DNA it acquires is a thirty-something-year-old white. <laughs> this, this is
4: exactly true.
3: <laughs> so, but think about it. If you could do this. And we have like an abundant of ant, and we get them to like acquire sandwining oh, rhinos.
1: rhinos. Yeah, extinct? White, r-
4: white rhinos. Yeah. I think white rhinos. White yeah. rhinos. Yeah.
3: So we turn a bunch white of ants rhinos. into rhinos, and thus we start solving all the like extinction problems.
1: So what you are
4: describing is an alien ant farm.
1: <laughs> sure. Oh my God, that was a good one. Thank you.
4: <laughs> that was a good pull. Oh my God! Do you know? Do you know what those underground warrens of rhinos look like? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to meet the Rhino Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You know, Alien Atfar would be a good name for a (laughs) band.
3: Only if you play Michael Jackson uh, songs.
4: (laughs) <laughs> that's just my opinion about gorillas morphing. Though.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, no, no, I no, think that's
4: yeah, okay. Yeah.
3: I think dolphins would totally do it and dolphins would take over the world.
4: Dolphins maybe. are assholes, though.
3: <laughs> they are assholes. That's why I'm saying they would take yeah, over the world.
4: True wait wait are we sure they haven't already <laughs> no Oh no no no, no. well and obviously white white lab mice can yes yeah <laughs> I mean, duh. to
1: prove their mousey <laughs> worth they'll overthrow the earth that's right hey tim right. yeah are you pondering what i'm pondering what would that be alex Yeah. you should say it no. at the same uh, time no yeah
3: say it at the same time on the count of three ready
1: yeah i don't know uh-huh. where we're going with this i was Two? reading the outro three. i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I think so, Brain. But wouldn't Zero mustel times anything else still just be Zero mustel? Tim's never what? seen Pinky in the Brain.
4: Oh my god. Oh yeah, like a long the time Same ago. thing we do every week, Pinky. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, yeah. Did not go to Pinky and the Brain.
4: try to get through an episode recording an episode without having huge pauses (laughs) (laughs) try
1: to get through the intro once
3: (laughs) (laughs) listen one of these days
0: we did it
1: tim
3: was doing well
1: the last episode i ran we did it yeah that's true
0: all right was that our only listener question yeah
3: we have some new reviews or some new ratings but no new reviews.
0: okay all right all right well we'll go ahead and read through the outro here come here we'd like to thank christina spinks for our show art if you're interested in getting some cool art from her email her at c.spinks.animator at gmail.com or visit her at chaos does art on instagram keep our social media wait
1: a minute at <laughs> Tim, you thought you could let yourself off the hook. I need some fucking predictions.
0: Oh, no, I did. Uh, I I was halfway into the outro before
1: somebody figured it out.
3: (laughs) Did you really think, like, was that intentional?
1: Yeah. Because I don't have anything for this This is. But I will allow a lifeline on this one. You can get Brian to help you. (laughs) I am oh, because I, I have so much this. reference for this. Okay. It's beautiful. I'll get her. I will give
3: you a hint if you don't come close.
0: Okay. Brian, I'm, I'm going to give you every piece of knowledge I know about this book. <laughs> okay. It's an we'll start with... Axe is the narrator. Okay. And it's called The Decision. Oh. Um...
3: What animal do you think is on the cover? Oh,
4: I don't even have a book in here. Um... What animal is on the cover?
1: You don't even have a book in here. You say as though your intention <laughs> um... is to cheat. Right.
4: Jacques uh... <laughs> can I can I ask you a question? Is it an animal or is it an alien?
3: <laughs> it is an animal. It, it's from Earth.
4: Okay. There's an right.
1: alien morphing into
4: an animal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I, I get that. But I mean, yeah. It is an yeah.
3: alien morphing into something that is from Earth.
4: Um. So I would assume then that it's probably ax morphing into something from Earth. That would make sense. That would. Hmm. I am gonna go. Uh, can can we ask questions to guide us? Like, <laughs> no, like no, yeah. We land, don't any like land, air, sea. No, yeah, you don't. No, you don't have to guess the animal. What do you think is gonna happen in the book? Oh, we're guessing what's gonna happen in the book. Yeah, yes.
0: Um, Somebody makes a decision.
4: Shit! <laughs> wow. Tell him he's wrong. Okay. Um, I, w- <laughs> I I. will say. I will. There's going to be a lot of discussion and heart wrenching about making the decision. <laughs> This is another I'm good guess. Be that. Um cuz God knows it's a YA book and of course there is. Oh. I
0: would high five Brian if we were in the same room right now because that sounds like something I would have said.
4: But um I think they have to make a decision as to whether or not it's okay to kill a host like the same decision that you've said has already come up twice. But they get like a very specific opportunity in this case. I'm going to go a little different. Okay.
0: I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go out on a limb here. This has not worked out for me too well when I've done this before. But I'm going to say the decision involves the elemist, and it involves not being anamorphs anymore.
2: Ooh.
1: Okay.
3: You're no longer allowed to guess, but I will say there was a hint in the episode. I am going
1: to uh, need someone to give me uh, a type of animal, please. Okay. Um, uh, Donkey. Yeah, donkey's a good choice. I I really meant Brian or Tim, but we'll take donkey. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to stick with donkey. donkey. Let's go with donkey. I need an adjective, please.
4: Um, Depressed.
1: Uh, Depressed. (laughs) Depressed. Yeah. Verb.
4: Um I don't what's a verb that that, that describes Eor because I'm already, just trying to describe Eeyore now. I, I,
0: I had to throw away two of them already because they're not appropriate. Um,
4: um verb is going to be uh um, defenestrating. Wow. Um no, demorphing. De, de, oh, that's a good one.
3: <laughs> Brian might be better at
0: this than you. I need oh, a no. noun? That's a low bar, Meg.
4: <laughs> um tail. A verb. Oh, uh, I like this. This is uh, uh Mad Libs. Yes. <laughs> um, another verb. Um, flying. And a place. <clears throat> Rachel's house.
3: <laughs> wow, Tim, you were really helpful on this.
1: Right. I, he was, he's flying right through it. He didn't okay. need me. Here is definitely what the next book is about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Donkeys seem like the perfect creatures to morph. They're depressed. Depressed (laughs) enough to slip by unsuspecting yurks. But big enough, uh, but big enough to cause huge problems. For Axe, this means a chance to demorph to his own people. For the Animorphs, it means there may be no way to fly back to Rachel's house. (laughs) Ever. I forgot where that one noun tail was supposed to go. That's on me.
3: It could have worked in a
4: few places. It's all good. I like it. I like it. Yeah.
1: All right. Now, Tim, you sneaky bastard, you may continue the outro. Okay. Peep our, you made me
0: say it twice. Nope. You're, you gotta start from the beginning. Oh, okay. We'd like to thank Christina Spinks for our show art. If you're interested in getting some cool art from her, email her at c.spinks at animator at gmail.com. Or visit her at Chaos Does Art on Instagram. Peep our social media At... No, no, no. Say that. Come on. <laughs> Damn it. Say it with, with... Gusto. Peep. All peep. your YA gusto. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I got all kinds of that. Peep our social meds At Minds at York on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know what heard? Us... What
1: word I heard you twice on another podcast that has no connection to the podcast I get the term social meds from what's that social media. social
0: meds oh okay let's <laughs> <That's> see. <insane. laughs> if you want to send us questions comments or love letters you can email us at minds at yerk at gmail dot com website is minds at york spell yerk y-e-e-r-k if you like us and want to help us out rate review us on apple podcasts available on apple podcasts google play stitcher and Podbean. let us know if we aren't on your podcatcher of choice alright uh, let's do alex's age turn and pick a quote
1: all right somebody say when now when i woke up i had soaked the pillows with my sweat (laughs) (laughs) and
0: on that note i'm tim
1: wow
4: this is a ya book okay
1: I'm Alex. I'm Brian. And by the way, <laughs> thank I'm you for Megan? joining us. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I guess
3: let's I should really quick. That. <clears throat> thank you, Brian, for joining us. Sure. Where can people find you if you uh, want to be found?
4: Uh, yeah, the easiest way is go to uh, panelologypodcast.com. Um, that's the uh, other. That's the comic book podcast that I do weekly. Uh, we just recorded
1: Alex. 150 of episodes.
4: Yeah, we did. Uh, Alex and Jen. And uh, yeah, so you can hear me there, or you can get all my uh, contact deets at uh, panelologypodcast.com. Awesome. Right.
1: He is Brian. All right. Now, Megan, say you're Megan again.
3: And I'm Megan. It is very weird to go laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and until then, we fight.